Happy Freedom Day. 
Oh, honey, children, you all know. I stay like a dish. No need anything like that. They're all true out here. So, ain't just say, because it's February, we just celebrate around you. We just beat drum all the time. We just shout all the time. We are have, we probably ready to go on like a dish. All the time. All the gonna get you know that. Uh. I ain't care why the grind around the world and thing like that. If we start that thing, that crap, I'm gonna get you come on the bus y'all. So it's so glad because they bring them back to the bus y'all. But sometimes I have to bring them back to the remembrance. They so have to grind back to all that mark and thing like that. But crack your teeth, but these you take. Then the leech hell on your day this year. Then we feel so then I can't afford. You understand? Okay. So now, this year, we want to crack we teeth about we legacy. We story, and what a gwine on ya, what we to be. So, plenty of people were there all around the world and things like that. No, it's February, Black History Month. But some of them stand there tall, tall. So I could crack my teeth out the rest of the way to make sure that I get this thing crossed to all y'all. So, I'm Queen Quet. I'm Chiefess and Head of State for the Gullah Geechee Nation. And definitely here on our program, we like to give people what I call overstanding, because we've been under too long trying to be over and on top of some things, including why February is so significant. For us, we have, or for me personally, I've been celebrating from the time that there was Negro History Week, okay? Negro History Week was founded by Dr. Carter G. Woodson, who was also the founder of the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History. When he founded that organization, which is now ASALA, the Association for the Study of African-American Life and History, they came together between the birth dates of the U.S. President Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass and said that would be the week that would be so significant to make people, especially in the United States, recognize and admit that black people, or as we were called at that time, Negro people, did do significant things in regard to not just black history, but history, period. You might say, well, why did they have to do that? I mean, if they did it, then didn't people know? No, because people still don't know now. That's why all these different movies that are coming out, whenever there's a movie about black history and the black legacy, a lot of folks get excited because they're still uncovering for the things that are buried because a lot of things were destroyed. They were burned so that people wouldn't uncover later on who the African people are that actually not only created our story but created world history. So in the United States, Black History Month is celebrated in February. In the UK, it's celebrated in October. I have been in both places and celebrated it. I've been in both places and presented for it over many, many moons now. Now, why it's so significant to me this year for this broadcast to start off our first 
edition. As, as all of my listeners know around the world, and I'm so happy you're still hanging in here with us at Blog Talk Radio, and we're going to soon also have another platform that we are going to take our shows on to, and we'll be announcing that later on in the month, and we'll be sharing these broadcasts there, as well as a whole new series of things that will be coming from the archives of our sponsors, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. So we have some great things coming up for you this year from the Gullah Geechee Al-Kibulan Archive to help people understand that the black legacy is still ongoing. Every day there are history makers, and even now there are still freedom fighters because freedom for black people has not yet been achieved globally especially not in the United States. And many people, if your eyes were wide open the last year, you got a condensed version that many people my age and older will simply let you know, look like we were reliving stuff from 50 years ago, especially over the last few months, the last six to seven months. We felt like someone had put us in a DeLorean and sent us back, but not back to the future. So let's go on from today and into the future, because we got to do a sign call for a moment, though. Go back and fetch it. If one ain't know where one is from, one ain't going to know where one is going. So as much as we are starting off the 2021 celebration of Black History Month, more often than not, the folks who say they celebrate it, don't actually realize that every year Asala has a theme for it. It's not just called Black History Month every year. There's a theme and there's a focal point. So for this year, it is the black family, representation, identity, and diversity. And the focus is around the historical impacts and study of the kinship of people of African descent in America. Okay, so the theme this year is the black family, representation, identity, and diversity. Well, of course, in the Gullah Geechee Nation, representation is what we have stood for because we stood for our human right to self-determination so that we could represent our own identity and so that people would recognize that we are a different group. We are diverse. When you use this terminology called African-American, that is only an umbrella over a whole bunch of different people with different cultures. And Gullah Geechee culture is its own unique global culture. It links back to the African diaspora. So it links to African Americans, it links to people in the Caribbean, it links to people in the motherland, it links to people in South America, it links to folks in Mexico, it links all around the world. But we still have our own unique culture. Part of them, when we do correctly teach, so anything like that, honey, yet we do this show and all that. Okay then? All right. So now, here it is that. When we get into the celebration of Black History Month, again, it kind of becomes an American melting pot of just melting everybody into the color black. And more often than not, we don't talk about diversity amongst black folks around the world, amongst the people throughout the African diaspora. Yes, we all know there's certain things we can relate to. Yes, when it comes down to the bottom line about fighting against racism and being anti-racist, that's a fight for all of we, okay? But when we come down to sitting down to the table or sitting down on the shoreline to say what would we do 
and what wouldn't we do? The answers are going to come back based on people's cultural identities, their cultural mores, their relationship with or without family. And in the Gullah Geechee Nation, God, family, and land are the three things that pull us and keep us together and our family compounds. And wherever I go in the world, if Gullah Geechee's here that I'm going to be there, I usually get at least a few of them that's going to show up. And they're going to always want to make sure I'm taken care of wherever I am. And that's that family part, that we are inextricably tied together by bloodline, by lineage, by language, by tradition, by heritage, by culture, and everything ties back to the Gullah Geechee Nation. From Jacksonville, North Kakalaki to Jacksonville, Florida, and Gwine 30 to 35 mile inland to the St. John's River. Taking up all these, you'll see all on the thing like that. So every community that the people are indigenous and African descent in that region, if they descended from there from the 15, 16, 17, 1800s, Hona Chilano, Hona de Bihu, Hona de Bi, Hona de Wee Bi, Okay then? So now, why do we need to hone in even more on this theme? And every Monday this month, we're going to focus on a different aspect of this theme, the black family, representation, identity, and diversity. Today, I want to focus in on why it today is so significant to the Gullah Geechee family, this broadcast being on February the 1st, coming from the Sea Islands in Beaufort County, South Kakalaki, because this is also the location and place where Freedom Day started off. A lot of people just learned about Juneteenth last year. And our folks who are part of the African diaspora and the Gullah Geechee diaspora that's down in Texas and the Gulf, they've been celebrating that. That's where that began. But Freedom Day is not known to many people, not even in Beaufort County, South Carolina, much less outside of our county. So we want more people to understand when this was established. Freedom Day actually is done on February 1st in remembrance of February 1st, 1865. That was the date on which the U.S. President Abraham Lincoln signed the 13th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. A lot of people always talk about the Emancipation Proclamation, and we celebrate Emancipation Day to this day in the Gullah Geechee Nation because the Emancipation Proclamation was first read on Port Royal Island here in Beaufort County, South Kakalaki, in what is now the Gullah Geechee Nation, and then read again on my home island, St. Helena Island, South Kakalaki. Okay? So in 1865, we had a lot to beat drum about or shout about and things like that. And many of you who watch Gullah Geechee TV, just go to GullahGeechee.tv. You can subscribe for free. That's our sister broadcast to this radio broadcast. If you watch Gullah Geechee TV, you've seen the episodes with me shouting at the Emancipation Oak. That Emancipation Oak is now part of the Reconstruction National Historic Park under the U.S. National Park Service purview. But it is part of a multi-site 
project focused on the Reconstruction era, and that is all based here in Beaufort County. So one location that is a site that's linked now to the Reconstruction Project and the Reconstruction Era National Historic Park is the location of Mitchellville. If any of you have gotten my book about the black beaches and townships in the Gullah Geechee Nation, which you can obtain at www.gullahgeechee.biz, that's www.gullahgeechee.biz. There ain't no I in Geechee for the week. So gullahgeechee.biz. If you go and get a place for we, from there you can read more about the history of Mitchellville. I'm a proud member of the Mitchellville Historical Society. They did an excellent job today, and if you follow their page on Facebook or you follow the Gullah Geechee Nation's Facebook fan page, you'll see the video that premiered today at noon, at 1, I believe it was, 1 o'clock today, it premiered. And it was outstanding and well done, celebrating Freedom Day and the Gullah Geechee families of Hilton Head that stemmed from a great deal of the work that was done at Mitchellville. And so here it is that Freedom Day started February 1st, 1865 was the day of the signing of the 13th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution because the Emancipation Proclamation did not free everybody. It did not outlaw enslavement. What the Emancipation Proclamation did was declared that it was actually a tool, an article of the war, the U.S. Civil War that was going on, and declared all of us who were the native Gullah Geechis who were in this region where these people had seceded from the Union, free, if these jokers did not come on back in the Union. Lincoln had said they gave him time, did it a few months before, said, but I won't sign this in until January 1st. If y'all come on back, won't be no problem. Y'all don't come on back, I'm signing it. Well, then they signed it. It became the law of the land on January 1st, 1865. But it took a whole month later for there to be an actual amendment to the United States Constitution, the 13th Amendment. And there's an excellent documentary out there that you should watch about that. That was when so-called slavery was outlawed in the U.S. And I said so-called because that was supposedly the end of the chattel enslavement that we know. But slavery is not illegal. So you need to do your black history homework if you are part of the African diaspora and go read the 13th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. Don't just rush on Netflix or YouTube and look for the documentary. No, go read the 13th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. Now, slavery is still legal. There are certain caveats, one would say, within the 13th Amendment. So now, Mitchellville has been a place where they somewhat revived the celebration of National Freedom Day. National Freedom Day was actually established, though, in 1948 
Now, notice, Lincoln signed this in 1865. There wasn't a National Freedom Day until 1948. And in 1948, the U.S. President, Harry Truman, decided that he would establish this National Freedom Day in celebration of the 13th Amendment. So there are a lot of nuances to the story of freedom and freedom fighting for black folk in America, and especially Gullah Geechee Chillin and things like that. So until this day, the Gullah Geechee Nation continues to stand for and to fight for our human rights, and even now in the midst of having to deal with COVID, the coronavirus, its new strains, and still having to get a focus on this for protecting our very environment where we live so that we would still be able to have land on which because right now we are still dealing with what people call an existential crisis, which is not the pandemic, but is actually climate change and the destructionment that comes to our environment through what one might call natural causes. Even as I sit and broadcast today, New York City is shut down. Children who were going back to face-to-face school stayed home because they had a nor'easter. Now, in the midst of all of this, we yet find ways to celebrate. Celebrate who we be celebrate our legacy, and celebrate our connections and our pride in being children of the diaspora and of the motherland. We thank Mother Africa for birthing us. We thank our ancestors for the strength of their DNA because it's only the strong that literally survived the Middle Passage, much less all the other attacks and onslaughts against sustaining who we were as African people in a place that was literally built on our backs that still don't give us credit for it, and that still, as you all saw last year, seek to re-enslave or to annihilate those who are melanated. So when we talk about celebrating Freedom Day, every single Freedom Day that we can ever think of, we need to celebrate it. Emancipation Day, January 1st, Freedom Day, February 1st, Juneteenth, every June. We need to celebrate Kwanzaa all year long in terms of making the Nguzu Saba a lifestyle because then we show that we care about the black family because we are consistent in our collective works and responsibility and our corporate economics, so Ujima and Ujama. We are not just going to hold on to Imani, faith, constantly on faith. We have to have near. We have to have purpose. Faith without works is dead. So we're working toward freedom, yet on this day, Freedom Day. Are we working to educate ourselves and our lineage that's behind us on truly who we be as African people? Are we telling our story? Or are we still spending more time, even though we have the option now of educating our children? Are we spending more time on the, the tell-lie vision, as Les Brown loves to call it and many others call it, 
I call it the dummy box. And now you got miniature dummy boxes and programmables in your hand and in your pocket and probably what you're listening to me on right now. Are we ignoring the written word and accepting all that we're programmed to see? So this year, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, which I founded and was the first organization to ever exist in the world with the names Gullah Geechee Together, and still exists, we will be 25 years old this coming December, we are still the premier organization for the advocacy for Gullah Geechee human rights and land rights. We also have always been dedicated to the accurate representation Back to this word, representation, identity, the representation of our culture and our cultural legacy. So this year, because we still need to stay safe, we want people to still continue to socially distance. We want people to continue to protect themselves, to live on, to create the next generations of African people and Gullah Geechee people. We wanted to engage our folks while we have your attention still for a while in learning more about who we be. So what the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition has done is we have opted to take from our budget, and believe me, we can do a lot with this kind of money, take from our budget $1,000 to provide to a winner $1,000 in cash. We're going to also provide to the next set of folks an entire library of Gullah Geechee, our storybooks. And then we are going to also provide a Gullah Geechee gift basket with gift certificates, various other Gullah Geechee items in it, to a third-place winner in our first annual Gullah Geechee history hunt. Now, this concept, is going to have a lot of different twists and turns throughout the next 28 days. It started today. If you have not yet signed up for the Gullah Geechee History Hunt, that tells me maybe you listen to this broadcast, but you don't follow us on any of our social media because we've posted it to our social media to see how alert our followers are, see how engaged our followers are, see how active our followers are. So you have an opportunity now to sign up to be part of the Gullah Geechee History Hunt. First step, email G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL dot com. Again, that's G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL Dot com. That's AmericaOnline.com. Yes, it's a retro email address. It's been there all 25 years. Email GoGeeko to sign up for the Gullah Geechee History Hunt. If you just sent a random email, have no idea what that is. So that's step number one, sign up for it. Step number two, follow the Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook. The Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan pages, www.facebook.com slash Gullah Geechee We Be, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E-W-E-B-E, Gullah Geechee We Be. All right, so Gullah Geechee, Facebook.com slash Gullah Geechee We Be. Follow us on Twitter, 
at Gullah Geechee, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E. Ain't no I in Geechee if it a we. Because you are going to need to tag, you are going to need to post, you are going to need to email, you're going to need to do a number of nuanced things, including move around and travel to find this. This is a hunt. We made it easy on you today because we're just getting started. But there's a lot more Gullah Geechee questions on the way. We will be posting them on our social media each day, including our Instagram feed, which is also at Gullah Geechee. So at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, at Gullah Geechee on Instagram, they're all one word, just like I spelled it out, all together. No kind of underscores or dashes, nothing. Gullah Geechee is always one. We are one, one nation, one people. So our names on our social media or our social media handles reflect that. No space between them. No space between who we be. So throughout this month, there's a whole journey that you'll need to take to unveil and discover the answers to the questions. And we're just going to see if anybody manages to take this money. If a Gullah Geechee family does the Gullah Geechee history hunt together and they can show and prove, because you'll have to, because there are certain things you're going to have to post, that they are native Gullah Geechee family. They will also get an additional cash prize if they win first place. So this is going to be fun. It's already fun to me today to see the email box filling up at guaol.com with all the people who have been signing up. It's been wonderful to see who's already been posting and tagging and tweeting and following the instructions. It's also been funny seeing who didn't. And if they're not registered, oh, well, oops. So I'm letting you know now we got cash money on the table, so it ain't going to be so easy to take it. So let's see if in the midst of this pandemic, all right, if y'all want to come take the money. To take the money means it's going to take time for you to learn more about who we be about our legacy, our written story, about the places, the locations where our legacy is still yet alive. These are places to which you can journey with your family, with your friends, in order to get these answers so that you can still be safe, you can socially distance, you can just be a part of it with those who you have been at home with and get out here and then enjoy this environment that we are fighting for to continue our lifestyles within. It is critical that we respect the fact that black history is not something of the past. Black history wasn't just made through protests in 2020. Black history is made daily. Our story is written daily through the lives that we live. And what is the legacy that we will leave behind. I pray that it is a legacy of literacy. We would disservice to Dr. Carter G. Woodson if we did not read, if we went the entire Black History Month 
without reading, it would be a sin, a shame, and a disgrace to this man who was born back on December the 19th, 1875. He passed April 3rd in 1950. So you are talking about having a nice long life, good 75 years. And here it is that, of course, in 1875, he was there during the Reconstruction era. He was born into it. To then be the person that steps forward, father of black history, to start Negro History Week in 1926, 1926 up to this moment, and how did he really start it off? He started off 10 years before that by publishing what was called the Journal of Negro History. I was so proud to be able to purchase an entire two boxes full of hardbound copies of the Journal of Negro History one day in New York City by walking into a store, and I was, I'm still a black history buff and a bibliophile. I love books. Next to my computer, books are my drug of choice. And here it is that I walk in here, I look, all I see is it says Journal of Negro History. I ask them, how much do these cost? And I just knew I wasn't going to be able to afford it. The amount they told me it cost was the amount I had as emergency money in my purse. And I paid for it. And we caught a cab with those books. We have those books in the Gullah Geechee Al-Kabulan archive to this day. Part of what is in those journals will be a part of the new broadcast that I said we'll be unveiling and sharing on another platform later on in a year. But if you have the opportunity to get hold of the journals of Negro history dating backwards in time, you will be surprised at things that you would overstand and come to learn and to acknowledge about the power, the intellectual capacity and power of people of African descent. That, of course, in 1916 was not being recognized. In fact, it was, there were great attempts to stifle it. We are talking about Jim Crow still dancing about. Dance about and turn about and jump Jim Crow was the whole song. So there's still this dance to ignore the fact that we have literacy because literacy began in the motherland. When we talk about Kush, we're talking about Timbuktu. We're talking about the greatest libraries that ever existed on the earth. And remember early on I said the things that weren't buried were burned? So many of these places and the books that were in these libraries, we don't have, but we still had the pyramids with the hieroglyphs that prove Africans started the number system, the writing system. Others have simply mastered the exploitation thereof, of it. So texting is not what I'm talking about. Texting is not the legacy of literacy. Because a lot of texting now has to do with emojis. So one might say those are the modern-day hieroglyphs. But I'm talking about utilizing 
written text in a linguistic manner, whether it be English or any other language of the world, besides those that are oral, such as Gullah. If we use these things and we read daily, we will honor the legacy of our ancestors, such as Dr. Carter G. Woodson, who fought long and hard to ensure that people would recognize that our race has and continues to contribute in a major way to society at large, and that is all around the world. And so when we talk about taking the opportunity to discuss the black family representation, identity, and diversity. Dr. Carter G. Woodson wanted to make sure that there was a representation of the facts of what black people had created and done, and that is why he documented it in writing so that the Western world would respect it because even to this moment, the written word is more respected than the oral. That's why even on social media, y'all love memes that are funny. But what are you doing? A lot of times you got to read the text on them to get the joke. So I encourage you, I implore you, go check out some books. Go buy some books. Order some books about black history this month. And gullahgeechee.biz that I mentioned previously, you can order books there, gullahgeechee.biz. If you want to become a member of the sponsors of our show, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, you can do that at gullahgeechee.net, gullahgeechee.net. And then if you do want to watch videos about our story, our legacy, our history, subscribe for free at gullahgeechee.tv. We're going to be premiering a number of new mini-documentaries on gullahgeechee.tv throughout this entire year, not just this month. So make sure that you're tuned in, make sure that you're focused, because this is the way we represent ourselves and who we be. This is our we identity and things like that, right? Yeah. And so if we don't do this, are we really free? Free people tend to leave archives of this because they have found that they are victorious in various things. So they want the record to bear this out, even when they are gone, that their future generations will know of what their ancestors left behind. And so it is critical that we do likewise. So that is why we have the Gullah Geechee Al-Kibulan Archive, and we want to thank everyone who thought it not robbery to make contributions and donations of items over the years, a vast array of items that we are still archiving and we're cataloging and digitizing and everything now. And we want to thank everybody, whether you gave a dollar donation, hours of time, or you gave thousands of dollars of donations over the years or thousands of dollars worth of books and other things over time. It's been a blessing because even some books that have been donated to us we have taken them and donated them to our sister center, the St. Helena Branch Library, and those things that don't end up in the Gullah Geechee room at that library, they end up as part of the Friends of Buford Library sales so that more money comes in 
toward the Gullah Geechee Collection and the sustainability of our library and our various programming that happens there. And we share a lot of things. We share a lot nowadays via social media that's just information. And people, this microwave generation, you want information real quick without doing real research. But I say this, Carter G. Woodson stated, the mere imparting of information is not education. I repeat, the mere imparting of information is not education. So that's why we're going out of our way to continue to educate our people. So if you follow at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, at Gullah Geechee on Instagram, Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook, become a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, which you can find at gullahgeechee.net or go to gullahgeechee.biz to pay for membership and become a member and also to purchase other books and things of this nature. We do all that we can to educate because we don't just want information out there. We want education to take place. That's why I don't do entertainment. I do edutainment. You should always leave more knowledgeable than you came in. So by the end of these 28 days, I pray that that is what you've achieved, that you have actually become more enlightened throughout this month, and you honor the legacy of Dr. Carter G. Woodson and the members of Asala in this way. And I would be remiss if I did not salute Dr. Nazma Thomas of St. Helena Island, who she and I both, and also, God bless the dead, the late Mary Moutry, the three of us were the native Gullah Geechee women who were honored by Asala many years ago as living legends. And so every year we get a chance to celebrate this month. I always acknowledge my sisters who were living legends, and I always thank Asala for honoring us and giving us our roses while we yet live. It is a blessing to have gone through celebrated Negro History Week to then becoming celebrated by the founders of it. That is really something. And more often than not, we don't think about it. We continue to do the work we can for the community and for the family. And then when the pictures come up now on our social media feeds and say, oh, yeah, this is what you did last year, it hits us. And it hits you that there are some people yet alive that still celebrate who we are as black people and read us who we be as Gullah Geechee and things like that. So I'm thankful for all of you who continue this journey with us here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. And I am extraordinarily excited to be on this Gullah Geechee history hunt journey to see just how many people are pouring into our email boxes and going to pour out on these dirt roads and places and find these pieces of our story and pull them all together. This is a powerful moment for myself and many of the Wisdom Circle Council of Elders and Assembly of Representative Members of the Gullah Geechee Nation who are so elated 
when they heard us announce this from the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. So thank you, thank you to all the members and things like that. You know, say your membership dues thing, the going to some good cause and things like that. All right? So we're very happy about it. And we're very happy to see that some youth groups have signed up already to work on this together. So we're looking forward to seeing who's going to win the money. So one of the reasons we wanted to do the Gullah Geechee History Hunt is also because of one of my favorite quotes. Of course, my favorite one is, I am a radical. That's my favorite one. But one of the others is this. Those who have no record of what their forebears have accomplished lose the inspiration which comes from the teaching of biography and history. That is a quote from Dr. Carter G. Woodson. We do not want anyone in the Gullah Geechee Nation to lose inspiration at any given time. But if Hone ain't know where Hone to dear from, Hone ain't going to know where Hone to go on. So what would inspire you to do anything if you think you come from nothing? So we, on the shoulders of great people, strong people, power-filled people, when we're talking about family, we're talking about blood ties, kinship. What's in your blood as a native Gullah Geechee is strength. It's this word people use now called resilience. So let's show the not just physical strength by living through this pandemic, but also the spiritual and mental fortitude and strength that our ancestors, our elders, put into us. Let's honor them by knowing that, yes, they left a very powerful record of their accomplishments, including land ownership, that we still hold on to, many of us, because we valued it as part of the family. And so we don't want to lose the inspiration that comes, but again, if you don't have the record or the record's there, but you're not reading it, the same thing as not having it at all, of what your ancestors or forebears accomplished, you lose the inspiration, which comes from the teaching of biography and history. And the biographies of the people in our very families are some that we need to get to know, of our elders and many who have now crossed over into the realm of the ancestors. Many people are upset and angry and distraught that as people are passing on in the midst of the pandemic, they can't have these big old sit-ups and home-goings and things. Why you want to appreciate people after they're gone, though? While folks yet live, we need to appreciate, we need to understand all that they've been through, we need to celebrate the strength and the wherewithal of getting through, getting over, and getting out here to continue to fight for another day of freedom. So again, I salute all the freedom fighters that are part of this African diaspora, especially the one Wadia, the one Binya, and the one that are kind. Wadia would we now fight for who we be in the Gullah Geechee Nation. So I salute you, and definitely... We have a number of activities going on throughout the month. 
today, of course, is the celebration that took place with Freedom Day. And I'm sure if you go to the Mitchellville page on Facebook, you should still be able to watch the video. If you go to the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page or the Gullah Geechee TV Facebook fan page, you'll still be able to see that as well. We also got some information from the Smithsonian, and it's interesting because they are going to have a celebration of Gullah Geechee food coming up. And I want to pull up that information for you because it's going to be featuring um, our chef, B.J. Dennis, and several others that's going to come up, and I do believe it's coming up in the next couple of days. And so let's see if I can pull it up while I'm on the air to get you that information because we definitely want to ensure that you know about it. And so let's see, here it is. So many of you just recently watched an episode, and if you haven't, again, if you're following us at Gullah Geechee on Twitter and on the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page, you saw the PBS portraits, American portrait, and they focused on Gullah Geechee culture with a lot of different people who live on St. Helena. Some were not Gullah Geechee in it, <laughs> but native Gullah Geechees for the most part uh, that were in it, and that was a good thing to be a part of. We appreciate them doing that. And then there's also going to be some more things done on the national scale to focus in on our traditions and our heritage and culture. So one of the people that many of you who watch Zooming In on sustainability, which I will be right back on um, again this coming Wednesday at 3 p.m., this coming Wednesday at 3 p.m., if you follow GullahGeecheeNation.com, GullahGeecheeNation.com, Go to that page, click on Queen Quet. You will see the posting that we will be discussing Cordomble, Yoruba, and Juju. All right, we will be discussing that this coming Wednesday at 3 p.m., and then the follow-up shows will be on Gullah Geechee Nation TV and on Gullah TV. So that's coming up on Wednesday, coming 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That evening at 5.30 p.m., you can hear from Brother Michael Twitty, who had been on the show last year, and you can still see the episode with Michael Twitty if you go to Gullah Geechee TV and then type in Queen Quet and Michael Twitty or just go to, your, go to YouTube and type in Queen Quet and Michael Twitty, and you'll hear him come up in how we discussed our food ways because Michael Twitty is a descendant of the Gullah Geechee Nation. He is going to be talking about his book, The Cooking Gene, Tracing My African-American Story Through Food. It's a memoir by Michael Twitty. He's going to be from the Library Company of Philadelphia on on February the 3rd at 5.30 p.m. And on February the 3rd at 8, from 8 to 9.30, The Migration Story Sustaining Gullah Geechee Cooking Across Land and Sea, West Africans who were brought to work the rice plantations of the low Atlantic coast, the Gullah Geechee cultivated a distinct culture and cuisine. Amethyst Ganaway, Benjamin B.J. Chef Benjamin B.J. Dennis, Sister Michelle Lanier from North Carolina, they are going to be on, and it's going to be from the Museum of Food and Drink in New York that they'll be coming from. 
they will be on the air with um, a virtual presentation. So these are some of the things that are coming up that will be focused on Gullah Geechee Foodways, our culture, our legacy, and our diaspora, and then also on February the 9th, Soul Food and Friends, Gullah Foods, Recipes of Gullah Geechee People, Past and Present from Hilton Head will be February the 9th, it says as well. Um, the time is not really clear. It looks like it should be 4 p.m. Um, so there's a number of different things. If you check out the Smithsonian Museum for African American History, you can find out more details on how to register. Some of these talks are free. Some of these virtual talks are not. There's a $15 price tag for the one on sustaining Gullah Geechee cooking across land and sea. So definitely take some time, check those out, especially if you are into the culinary legacy of Gullah Geechee's, the Soul Food and Friends. Um, they're going to also have that on February 16th at 4. And so there's another one with Growing Rice and a Migration Story from Seed to Plate that Michael Twitty is a part of on February the 16th as well. And then there are various other things that they are going to be hosting. But those are the ones that are particularly focused on us. And there's one on February 23rd called Coastal Roots, Tracing the Ancestral History of Farming and Cooking in Georgia with Chef Matthew Rayford and several others, Mashama Bailey, Adrian Lipscomb, and they're going to do a short film uh, from Gilead Farms. And that's also from the Museum of Food and Drink. And so there's a lot of people now focused on our legacy, our story in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Of course, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition is always going to present to you the ones that we feel are presenting our story accurately, and that's truly the natives presenting who we be, as opposed to other people exploiting our story and our legacy. So we appreciate everybody who is honest about being a part of this journey. And so we thank everyone also who continues to donate to the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Fund. We are just short of what our goal was to be over the weekend, was to reach the 45K benchmark on the GoFundMe page. Please continue to go to GoFundMe, put in Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy, and donate there. And for those who want to give via Cash App to continue our work here at the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition and for the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Fund in particular, please go to Cash App to dollar sign G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E-N-A-T-I-O-N, dollar sign Gullah Geechee Nation on Cash App, and you can make donations there to continue the work that we are doing to continue our culture, not preserve it, continuation of our culture and our land here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, including continuing these broadcasts to all of you around the world from Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. So I must say one more again, thank you, thank you. We're so glad that Hunter took the time for Yeti Me and thing like that. This your freedom day. We got plenty more thing going on and more celebration upon the way. Okay. So yes, this is Queen Quet. Head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. You can always find me at www.queenquet.com. And Quet is Q U E T. All right, but email we at G U L L G E E C O at AOL.com if you want to learn more about our story. And you can follow Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio on Facebook 
and the Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook, as well as the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition that sponsors this broadcast on Facebook as well. And you can follow all of me because we're the one family, at Gullah Geechee on Twitter and on Instagram. And especially make sure you follow our blog at GullahGeecheeNation.com because we share a lot more background and a lot more materials that go with this broadcast there. And I just want to, again, thank all of you who have shown me over the years how much you care and how much you care about this broadcast and how you tune in from everywhere, even as far away as Asia, and that you appreciate us continuing this journey together. And it is a wonderful thing for me to be back on the air and sharing our story with you and our continuing legacy of black history and living this identity, this family, and this journey for Freedom Day, thank you, thank you for sending this love this your way. You know who this shall be. This your the Queen Quet, head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. Thank you, thank you for tuning in to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. <laughs> <laughs> 